Welcome to a special edition of The Beer Show here. It's uh, Chris Reavers, and uh, what we're going to do is this is going to be an online-only beer show in which I want to recap the State Amateur Baseball Tournament. And to do so, I'm welcoming in my good buddy, Joe Grody, the... uh, what would you call yourself, Joe? You're kind of the foundation of the Fairbowl Lakers baseball team. I'm no. going to call you that. Nope, not the foundation. Just a guy. <laughs> That's I'm true. just a guy on the team. I see, and I did that to put him in an awkward spot. But uh, So what we're doing here is we're going to do kind of a recap of town baseball because we, we see a lot of things. Um, I know our, our buddy uh, uh, Stender out, out, out KGLB way, he's doing a great job of kind of recapping Kip Kovar, all those guys, Croucher. They're doing a really good job of chronicling uh, Worm. A, a lot of the things. Oh, Aaron Worm, thank you for doing uh, chronicling a lot of the things associated with the State Amateur Baseball Tournament. But I think the people want to hear some audio and and, and, and kind of some recap about what's going on. You had the fortune because we, as in the Fairbowl Lakers, we were uh, we we did not make it this year. But you got drafted uh, by the St. Benedict Saints. So even though the team itself didn't make it, uh, you had the pleasure of playing in the tournament this year. That's right. Yes. Uh, first time ever being drafted. It was a really cool experience. Um St. Benedict, a bunch of, they actually beat us. And so that's that's another reason we're doing this is because we're sad and we want to talk yeah. about town baseball. Well, let's be honest. We need an excuse to get away from our wives and just talk beer or uh, drink beer and talk talk town baseball. So that's why we're here doing a special edition of the beer show. Uh, but I have to ask you a question because I have not attended a game yet. I plan on going to several this upcoming weekend for Labor Day. First and foremost, I want to talk about the fields. How great, because you guys played at Delano, Delano correct? is incredible. Yep. Um, Absolutely outstanding. Actually, uh, me and Charlie Lechtenberg went up early, kind of trying to get ready for hosting in on in 2022. Yep. Talked to the grounds crew guys there. Um, just an incredible field. They actually had like an inch and a half of rain before we played, and then, you know, it was still beautiful playing conditions, and the grandstands is unbelievable. Really, really nice. Really nice park. Um, talked to... Um, some of the new market guys in Matt Lane, they said Maple Lake was um, yeah. incredible too. So I have no doubt that those guys, they know what they're doing. So, so. when I dr- when I go to my in-laws, that's my route. I either go through Delano or I go through Maple Lake to get there. And I've been by both of those parks. I haven't, haven't played at the Delano, Delano Park since I think I was in high school. But I've just seen photos of it in from social media alone, it looks incredible. Oh, absolutely. The stripe yeah. jobs. Whoever's striping out there, right. incredible. I follow hey, them on Dave Twitter. Hey, Dave St. Peter. Yeah. You better get <laughs> Yeah, seriously. They're incredible. Like, yeah. get them on the, get them on the That's payroll cool. there at Target Field. That's cool. So there's been some really great games uh, over the course of the first two weekends, um, including the game that you were a part of where you guys yeah. lost to Waterville in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah. You know, that was an uh, um, incredible game. St. Benedict, you know, they played. We had chances. St. Benedict had chances early in the game to kind of put it away a little bit. Um, but Waterville's a good, really solid team, just solid all around. Um, and then actually a guy I went to high school with, played played on the high school team with, Riley Schultz, hit the two-run walk-off homer. Wow. And you felt bad for the uh, – uh, guy on the mound for St. Benedict, you know, he he pitched really well, gave up a broken bat single Oh no! in the ninth, you know, and so it's like you can't really take him out because he did his job, it's broken bat single, and then, and then uh, the next guy. Riley was oh. looking like he was going to bunt and then uh, bomb. So, but that's what the state tournament's about. It's fun and, and uh, um, yeah, it was a it was an incredible experience. And here's what's really cool for those that you know might follow it from afar but haven't yet attended a state tournament. It's it's so much fun because you pr- you you pack in. So much excitement, energy, and passion into about what feels like five minutes because right. the game starts and it's almost over in well, a second. Especially you look at the Class C state tournament this year, and I think you could probably make this statement over the last five years, but 
the pitching in the first three, so the last two weekends, and then this first game of yep. this next weekend, everybody has an ace. Everybody has a stud. Yep. And so games are going to be two hours because it's going to be yep. – if you score three run, three runs, like you feel pretty good about your chances to win. And mm-hmm. it's just incredible to see, you know, the games move along fast. Um, it's good baseball. It's just it's just really good baseball. Like we were talking before, you know, like we I never knew what the state tournament was until we made we got there in 2014. You know, I had no clue that this massive event went on and then you get there in 2014 it's like holy. Yeah. This is awesome. You know, it's just an awesome event and so I've gone, you know, we played in four of them the last 6 years but you know, the other two I've tried to go and be there and, and you know watch watch these games be at these parks. You know, it's around people that love baseball and so it's just fun to be there but yeah, it was uh the, the games move along so fast. You talk about pace of play in the in major leagues. Go to a town ball game. Oh, yeah. There's no pace of play talk. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I think what's cool too, and you touched on it, um, just the the way that a lot of these communities rally. I mean, there was uh, you know, Royce did a great piece on Cologne and how the sea of orange just basically took over. It it's really neat. Last year when we had the pleasure of playing the eventual uh, state champion, the Plato Blue Jays. I remember that Dave so vividly because there were there were four teams playing in the four games that day. They were all relatively close, and the stands were just packed. You you quite literally could not find a seat. I mean, it was us before that. It New, was Bell playing Newmarket played New, right, New, New Prague, Prague and Newmarket. Yep. Yeah, both played before that. It was really cool to see, and I, that that's the thing that's always been such a um, such an intrigue for me is just the way that the communities rally around these teams. It's awesome. Cologne has pretty much taken this year's. You know, they're the Cinderella turn- sweetheart. Oh, yeah, they're oh for they're, sure. They're, everybody's all aboard the yeah. Cologne bandwagon. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit when a couple years ago we were in and we played Gibbon. Like Gibbon literally oh, yeah. unloaded like the town. Like after like three buses roll in, mm-hmm. and they, they unload everybody that they had. So and- I don't know if I've ever told you this story. Um, so this was when I was still doing the afternoon show with Royce on 1500. And uh, we, I forget how we secured our bid, but we got in. And then when the bracket was announced, I remember we were looking through it going, well, I don't even know who this is. So I met, and so Royce asked me on the air that day who you guys are playing the first weekend because I want to wait to see when you guys play. You know, he's <laughs> he's a big anti. I'm not going the first weekend, but he wanted to watch Lane throw for us. And I said, well, we're, we're playing the Gibbon Reds. I don't know much about them. Guess who I got an email from? Dana Kicker. And Dana Kicker told me, he said, Reeves, don't sleep on the Gibbon Reds because the fans will be there. And they're going to sell out a beer. Yeah. And he was right. <laughs> they did. They he was 100% did. right. And they were good dudes. And they, not that, I don't want to say that they were just happy to be there, but you could tell that they were generally enthusiastic about the experience. And that's, and that's why I like Cologne this year, yeah. you know, like they're, they remind me a lot of like, um, you know, like Gibbon that year obviously didn't make a run. Cologne's making a run, but like us in 2014, yep. I feel like yep. the first time the Fairwell Lakers ever made it, we had a big following, just, you know, a lot of, a lot of excitement. You and had an obnoxious even, radio guy sitting in the stands That we didn't you know on. at that point, really. Like he was just a former... <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> former 180 hitter with a cannon in right field. Nobody knew anything about him. And then, but like even like 2017, Lake Henry, yeah, that made it to the championship game. Like I seem like they were all over the place. Yeah. Like their fans were everywhere. So every year it seems like I'm sure I'm missing some, but every year it seems like there's one Cinderella, and they always make it pretty far. And so Cologne, obviously, I think yeah. is that team this year. And go Cologne. And I what's mean, yeah, what, and what's cool is uh, you were mentioning some of these other teams, and you know you'll you'll see all of a sudden where the the guys and, and gals, but but the people that just go to the tournament just to go to the tournament. Well, all of a sudden, say, well, when are they playing? Because I want to be at that game, right. and yep. and you'll see a lot of that. Where 
I, I love nothing more than sitting in the stands and just finding the diehard and listening to stories. Right. Because that's what's so much fun about the tournament. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, it, there's no doubt. You can find those people that just love town ball and they'll talk about games from 10 years ago. And yep. You don't really care, but you'll find yourself listening because it's intriguing. And you, you know? find, like I was mentioning, these pockets of communities like Stearns County. My God. There's what? What is it? Fourteen there's one teams. Team, I think every mile. That's unbelievable. <laughs> you yeah, know, and Linneman, Linneman was the guy because you know Tommy Linneman, our guy Sharkman on Twitter. He was the guy that said when we played Lake Henry, he's like, "Don't sleep on Stearns County." That's what he said on yeah. Twitter. Don't sleep on Stearns County, and you know we we didn't, right. but but they, he was right because yeah, that's good. that's a gr- and that's a, also just a great area for town baseball. All right, so you have the bracket in front of you. I do. Uh, yes. I want to talk about let's let's first touch on Class C. We might touch on Class B a little bit here, um, but I'm looking at the Class C matchups and. For the most part, I think if you look at it from afar, I'm talking about the 30,000-foot view, everybody is pretty much saying it's it's New Market and Young America, and I'm only saying that because both of those teams are going to hate that I'm saying this. But I think that those two probably have, if you were to put a percentage on it, have the best shot of meeting each other in the state final, don't you think? No doubt. Yeah. I mean, I, I just look at you know Young America. I mean, they played each other last year in one of the most incredible games of the yeah. state tournament last year. But uh, um, you know, obviously, I know New Market – really well you know from being in the same league and stuff in in their pitching depth i don't think the state tournament in class c has ever seen a a, a pitching rotation like this you know their number four five six guys would be most teams number two guys so right. i mean they're just loaded and right. so if they're if they can score a run like they're gonna have a pretty good chance to win and those you know great guys you know and so we're obviously coming from our league or DRS you always league. root for your league. Yeah. You do. You do. You, you always love seeing them do well, but mm-hmm. then you're also not that mad when they get eliminated because then they don't get to play baseball like like me. <laughs> like and we so, haven't like, been yeah. able to do it for yeah, weeks. It's, so like you're, it's a win-win, <laughs> so whatever you cheer for. But, I mean, New Market's incredible. You know, I know they, they beat a good Laverne team, one nothing last week, and it's, you know, obviously getting the bye and getting a free win in the state tournament is always a positive, but I think they really struggled after having a week off. And I think you can go down the list here and look at some of the teams that were either eliminated or um, maybe came out a little sluggish mm-hmm. against teams that, you know, had, had been played, playing. Had, yeah, had played yeah. the week before. So I have no doubt that New Market's going to turn it on. And then even Young America, they ran into a good Isanti team. Yeah. You know that just they got go twelve innings, twelve or thirteen innings in that game. Yeah, twelve innings, yeah. three to two. Like Isanti, it sounded like they were Class B. Got moved down to Class C this year. Had a really good year. Another team we need to talk about. They beat Morristown, which we got to give a little oh, shout yeah. out to Morristown for making this Class C Tate tournament. The Morris, the Morris, yeah, absolutely. In fact, uh, the, the, one of their guys, their captain Kyle Green, who I've been playing ball with since I was my seven year old son's age. You know, so he and I have been on softball and baseball teams growing up so I was I was super happy for that team but so happy for Kyle because he's just one of those lifers a guy and there's you just know him there's a hundred stories around the state just like him but but a guy that that that's what he he devotes his time to that all of his energy all of his passion that's just what that's just what he loves doing so I felt really good for him no absolutely so but then they so that young America team they get to play Buckman, whose Buckman has been in the yeah, tournament the last couple of years. They're good. I always seem like they do really well. They can swing it, and so that's you know that's going to be a heck of a matchup. Just, you know, if Young American get can get through their side of the bracket, I mean, I they have a good sh- good well, chance. And you, you look know? at it too, Joe. Um, by the way, it's it's Chris Reavers, it's Joe Grody uh, from the Faribault Lakers here on the Beer Show Special Edition. We're talking town baseball because, damn it, I want to drink beer and talk about town baseball right now, and I want other people to hear it. Uh, but I'm looking at the bracket right now. I mean, Raymond, 
won the state tournament, what, three years ago? They're still alive. They're, good. They're really good. Jordan's still alive. They're really good. Waterville, uh, they are. Uh, I don't know much about Sox Center and Hutchinson other than the fact that they seem to always make it well, to Labor Day weekend. I don't know, you know. After being in the state tournament four time or a few times the last four times the last couple of years whatever it is and you know just being around it you get to know these teams yeah. you get to know yep. the pitchers you get to know some of the guys um, just from seeing them play a couple times it seems like you really learn a lot but I do know that you know I don't know anything about Sox Center but they come out and they beat Green Isle who yeah. is a you know a town ball they're a perennial a, yep. you know just yep. just a town ball team you mm-hmm. know they're just they're just always good if you get them in the state tournament. You know, it's just one of those Which things. Which we have a couple times. Yeah, yeah, we have. And it's just, it's never, a, you never really like seeing them on the bracket if you come out. And they beat them. And then they come out and beat, I would say, one of the favorites kind of going in Sartell. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, they beat Sartell one nothing, And so now it's like, okay, you're not an under, or you're, you're, you're ready. Now you got to be ready to go because you just beat two really good town ball teams. Mm-hmm. And now it's time, you know, they, they can make a run here, I think. There's no doubt. You beat those two teams. And so. so I'm looking at the bracket too. Most of the games it looks like for Class C are in Maple Lake and in Delano. I don't think they're in Dassel at no, all for Class, Class B C. Games over there. Yeah, all the Class B games are over there. But you know, obviously you hope for for great weather. But you, the day of games or the slate of games on each one of those days, you're not going to see a bad baseball game. Nope. And that's when you, when you get to Labor Day weekend. Very very rarely do you see any blowouts because all these teams have been grinding and. The the cream always rises, you know, to the top in, in, in all of these tournaments, and that's right. what makes an ex, an exciting day. No, absolutely. There, I mean, there. Look at another one of the matchups. You know, you got. We're not even talking. We haven't even mentioned Bemidji, by the way. Bemidji's solid. They're they're all good. <laughs> I was just gonna say Red Wing and Watkins. So Watkins yeah. played uh, Stark in a game before the St. Benedict Waterville game. So I was there. Literally, I'm a draftee. Not gonna probably see them. Not gonna see the mound for sure, sure in that game. So I'm just hanging out watching the game, having nine beers before the game. No, <laughs> not I'm nine, kidding. no, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> but just hanging out watching that game. And they have a guy named Matt Geislinger. I'm probably butchering his last name. He struck out 19 in that game and gave Whoa. up one hit. The first batter of the game got a hit. Everybody else 19 Ks. I'm like, this guy's legit. Kind of a funky, herky jerky motion. Wow. And they won one nothing, and then I see he, you know, pitch another gem to get him there, and so. That team is not a team you want to see no. on the first day of no. the state ter- or the first day of the last weekend because you know he's going to be on the bump. And then they play Red Wing, who we played this year. Yep, started Reaver started in <laughs> center in, field in center field. Yep. Or, no, maybe left field. Might have been a left field start. But anyway, you're right. It was a left field start. Then I then I made you guys put me in center field after we were getting our butts kicked by yep. Red Wing. Anyway, but yeah, we yes, played Red Wing. But, and but was a very Wing, solid club. And they're a good team. Yeah. They're a really good team. You know, I know that Aaron Johnson got. Left with an injury, uh, their last game um, last weekend, and so obviously that's kind of a big loss because he's a yep. really good pitcher. So see what happens there. But I mean, the matchups are just awesome this first round and and or this last this next round, and you know, and it's, it's going to be interesting to see. And, and Red Wing too. I'm glad you mentioned them because I know they moved down to Class C. Was it last year or the year before? I think last year was their first year being C in Class C, and yep. and it's it's little like you know not a little city, but but communities like that. That just have a solid, solid baseball program from yep. from from top to bottom. We were there the day that they had their youth program, where all these kids are wearing their uniforms and running out and high fiving, and that's you know that's the the foundation of what makes town baseball such a unique and cool experience oh, here absolutely. in the state of Minnesota. No, no doubt they are a baseball town. Yep. You know they really are. Their yep. high school team is always a, a very solid team. So, in a lot of the, you know, you it's not a fluke that you see a lot of these no. towns that are here. They're 
baseball towns, you know, and, yep. and uh, like Delano. Delano is a baseball town. I know they're not in the tournament this year, but you could just tell by being at the park, being around the guys. Like, mm-hmm. this is a baseball town, and, it, and it's fun. It's fun being around that. Yeah. All right. So let's switch over really quick to Class B, one that we're not all that familiar with, given that uh, we are with the Fairbowl Lakers in Class C. But I, I say that the first, what I like about the Class B tournament is, yes, it's single limb the first game, but then you give the teams a second chance if they so happen to lose. And I know I, I was a little heartbroken because uh, I'm I live in the Carver area, so I after I root for the Lakers, then I'm kind of cheering for the the Carver Black Sox, you know the the Victoria Vicks, my Chanhassen yep. Redbirds, of course, and the Chaska Cubs. Because again, it's just such a great baseball area that entire part of of Carver County. And uh, so I'm looking at the bracket, and look at Chanhassen won one to nothing. They scored a run. This is the defending Class B champ. Scored a run in the bottom of the ninth, and I think they beat Champlin Park, is I think who they beat. But then they go, they play Northfield, the team that we're familiar with uh, in yep. Rice County. And you just see so many great teams, but also just really great pitching. So much, so much talent that's in the Class B tournament. Well, it's fun. And similar to that Carver area, Carver County area, I think the. Uh the Fairbow or the Fairbow area, uh, but like Northfield, Dundas, Dundas. Meesville. Yep. I mean that Elko, Elko. Yep. A lot of times is in that, you know, and that is just a dynamite spot too. Because Meesville, no matter what happens, seems like they're going to win their first two games in the Class B state tournament. No matter what happens, yep. you know, it seems like they have the guys every year to just get the job done. Um, you know Dundas, what they have? I've always said about me. Here's what I've always said about Meesville, and I got to know them a little bit a couple of years ago when they played in the Town Ball Classic at Target Field, and. I just looked at the at that team. They have a dugout full of gamers. Right. Like these guys just know what they're supposed to do, when they're supposed to do it, and how to go about their business. That's They've just been the there kind before. Of, yeah, They've just been there before. That's the kind and, of squad And I kind of think a little bit of that Dundas is kind of in that same, same thing. Yep. Same boat. Yep. You know, they're just solid, you know. And actually I was surprised to see Northfield go out just because they made a they made a little run last year. They made it to the the Final four there, and then they so, got beat by Chan. But when they I mean, got beat by Chan, then who did they lose their second? Was it Moorhead? Who did they lose their second game to? Uh, it might have been Meesville. Okay, maybe it was. Or no, Meesville. this year. This year it was Moorhead. It was got, Moorhead. Yeah, okay. Moorhead beat him this year. Another but, solid squad, always. Yeah. But Northfield, they can stick it, man. I've yeah. seen them play like they are up and down the lineup. I played against a few guys, those guys in college, like just know know them. Like they can really stick it. And so to see them go down, I was a little surprised just because I was like, they are gonna just score pe- outscore yeah. people. You yeah, know? and but, that's uh, and that's what's interesting when you get to kind of this part of the season. You know, you'll see guys that are that are hitting you know six hundred throughout the summer or whatever, and then you'll you'll get to this part of the season where the pitching gets better. You know the defense is a lot sharper and everything else, so it, there, there's so much, or I should say, so little room for error when it comes to these games. Absolutely, and that brings another thing I was going to bring up. So when it comes to Major League Baseball and stuff, I'm anti bunt. I want to see these guys hit dingers. <laughs> Thanks, and, Parker and, Hageman. And we and we and we have uh, now Parker's going to send me but, a message. But we have, you know, we've <laughs> talked about the bunting thing, like we have, and uh, but in the Class C and B state tournament, especially Class C, bunting should be there. It should <laughs> yes. be there because these pitchers are no joke. The first three oh, games yeah. for sure. Yep. And so like I, I was listening, you know, that the new market Laverne game, you know, Laverne got a guy on and they had their four hitter up good hitter. Like, and it's always just a debate and they didn't, didn't bunt obviously let him swing away and they weren't able to get a run across, right? you know, and then lane came in and you're not scoring on him. So, no. I mean, it's just, simple. especially in relief. Yeah. Best bring, of luck. Yeah. Bring, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. And uh, so, it's just, but ahead. no, it's just tough to, you know, make it's just something that you know I've noticed. Sometimes bunting is a little bit gone away, and 
And I think in the Class C state tournament, it probably still has a place, don't you think? I, I mean, do. But the, but more so, and I'm glad you brought that up because you you will see it on occasion. You might even see it a little bit throughout the summer. I mean, we'll 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 do it once in a while. But you know what? You really rarely ever see anymore the steel. The running game is completely gone. I think from town baseball. Well, town, it's so hard to get guys on base in the state tournament, especially. I yeah. think it's just it's such a it's such a uh, asset when you get a guy on base that unless he's a 85 percent, you know that he's going to be there. That second, if he steals, you know why risk it? Because you know, yeah, that's that's really what it comes down to. Is just, but it it's just all those things are so amplified. You know, like in the state tournament, because especially Class C or Class B, you know, where it's single limb the first round. You know, single limb, like every single base runner means so much. Yeah. You know, especially coming from a team that needs to scratch across every single run we right, can. Right. And so, like, it's just one of those things that every base runner so much that guys, coaches, and players don't want to forfeit a run by getting thrown out and a lot of these catchers are i mean are dynamite and are really so i mean good. like that that's another thing you yeah. don't usually get to the state tournament without a really good catcher yeah that's, so, it's, it's the up the middle rule oh, if absolutely. you're not solid up the middle you're probably not going to get very far right either in playoff but you're probably not going to get very far in the state tournament right no opinion. you don't you don't see teams just out there out mashing people in the yeah. state tournament until you get to when we get to sunday this week right you get to Sunday this week, you're going to see some some uh, balls flying a little bit more when you get into guys or teams number two and number three sure. pitchers. Yep. You know, you'll start to see, you know, a few more hits go on the board, but it's just such a rarity to get guys on base in those games and so it's just nobody wants to risk it, yeah. you know. All right, so let's reset here a little bit. Chris Reavers, Joe Grody, members of the Faribault Lakers here on the Beer Show, special edition of the Beer Show by the way. Uh we're enjoying a nice cold bush light. Um, although if the boss asked, we didn't drink him in the studio. No, we're doing this podcast somewhere remotely. Anywho, uh, so let's talk about kind of kind of our history because people are probably if they're still with us now, which is fantastic. But so Joe and I are both members currently of the Faribault Lakers. I started with the Lakers back in 1990 something. I can't remember five or six. I can't remember. They all blend together. And um, uh, I left the Lakers in 09 because I was living in Chanhassen, so I helped get the Chanhassen Redbirds started in 2010 and uh, 2011. Then I left for a couple of years out of ball, back with the Fairbowl Lakers in 2015, and it's just been a dream sequence to see my my beloved team kind of rise up. And Because there were some lean years, and that's the one thing that I wanted to touch on, Joe. You've been a member of the Lakers since 2000 and... About 10, 2010. 2010. Okay, so we barely missed each other. Um, but one of the things that I really wanted to touch on with today's show, uh, talking about town ball, is you know it takes a village with these teams, and some of these teams, we, you know, you talk about the 48 that make the Class C or the 16 that make it to the Class B tournament. What you don't talk about is the 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 team that's barely holding it together just because they want 10 guys to be able to play baseball all summer. Which I think I I have so much respect for those guys that are just doing whatever they can to keep it together. Right, cuz we've been there. Oh you know, god. We, yeah, we've oh, been yeah. There. And so and and so those te- uh, like <laughs> those teams out there like keep working at it, you know, yeah. you know that it's just it just something that you got to want to have a team and you got to want to be good and you want to take pride in your ballpark. Um I think that's a big thing. When you have a really nice ballpark, people will come play. Yep, they will. I really do. Um but it's just take pride in that stuff cuz 
Gosh, you know, we were close to, you know, not having a team there. And then you obviously going up and yep. starting the land, the groundwork for the dynasty that is the Chanhassen Redbirds. <laughs> I get I'm not all the give credit, you, by the I'm way. I'm going to give you no credit. <laughs> you get no credit for that. But what? But that's why I'm so glad that, uh, and shout out to Eric Gisselson and uh, all, all the people at Fox Sports North for the great series that they did on Town oh, Baseball sure. this summer. And Fox 9, by the way. Fox 9 has been doing, this is their second or third summer, I believe, with their Town Ball Tour that they've been doing, and Marty Gilnar knows has been, been been having a helping hand in that as well. But such a cool kind of sneak peek for those that you know. F- what what do we have here? Three hundred teams in the state of Minnesota, something like that, and kind of giving people that sneak peek of what's really going on. Yeah, you might see uh, you know the, the the new market muskies playing on Labor Day weekend, but what you're not seeing is the guy that's running the Vesely Warriors, or you know, uh, I'm giving some love to the DRS teams right now, but you're not seeing all those other teams that. Yeah, they're going to get to a playoff game, but they're, they're they might not get to the state tournament for a while. But they're still giving as much effort to 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 their program, their organization, and they'll and their ballpark as much as anybody else. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I mean, those guys, the team. You don't have to be a state tournament participant no. to have guys on the team that care a lot about what they're doing and take pride in what the field and the team and everything that they're doing. And that's why I just love being around the town ball. They're just town ball guys. You just know oh, them yeah. and, they're, and they're there even if their team's not there, you know, and so it's just it's just fun to be around those guys because they care. They care about it and that's, and that's really what it takes. You got to have people that care in order to make a team successful. Just like any team that, I mean, you've been on different oh. uh, tumble teams and I've, you know, I've been lucky enough to be with the Lakers, you know, as long as Charlie's been kind of in charge and, you know, if you have somebody that cares at the forefront, it goes a long yeah. way. You know, it goes a long way. So what's cool is you know, for for me, first as a player, um, you know, back in the day, being a part of the uh, the Southern Mini League and being you know going to parks like Austin and Albert Lee and Mankato and Rochester, and then you know leaving that, then being a part of the um, of the Cedar Cedar River River Valley League for a while with the with the Chanhassen Redbirds and being at parks like Chaska. And, uh, you know, yep. driving all the way up to teams like Fairfax, you know, Lesseur and all these really cool pockets of, of great ballparks. But we haven't even experienced ones, you know, north of us, you know, right. like we were mentioned Stearns County or, uh, or the Niswas. Oh, my God. There's so many you know? great little areas that are all over the place. That's that's what makes this really cool and special. No, yeah. I, I wish, you know, every year we kind of talk when we set up our schedule for the Lakers, I kind of talk about like, let's go play. Let's go somewhere. Let's go somewhere. Cause Make a weekend so, out of it. There's so many teams yeah. that are, are, you know, a little bit of driving distance away, but they're just, there's some yeah. really cool ballparks out there and really cool people that, you know, you run into and you just can talk about, you know, you can talk about town ball even if you don't know the guy. You know? All right. So I'm going to put you on the spot um, and you're not allowed to pick the mini met, but your favorite ballpark. Cause I, I have a, I'll, cause I have one. And I have a story associated with it. It might not even be um, the, the the best looking from from an aesthetic standpoint or whatever, but your favorite ballpark and or crowd and why, because I, I will kick it off. I'll give you a minute to think because I'm going to tell you my story. You've, you've probably heard this about 100 times, but uh, my last year, in fact, my last game coaching the Chanhassen Redbirds, we had our region final. Winner goes to the state tournament. Losers done. It was I think it was a losers bracket game. So we're playing Fairfax in Fairfax, who I think we had beat twice that year, but because of the way it was set up where they hadn't hosted a game yet, we had to go to their park. Okay, so we're driving from Chanhassen to Fairfax, I don't know, hour and a half or so. And I had, I mean, I've obviously had familiarity with their team, but knew nothing about the city or right. whatever. Right. So we drive out. This was a Friday night. 
I have my pregnant wife in the car with me with, you know, six stinky ball players in the back of my SUV. <laughs> so we drive out to Fairfax. We're thinking, all right, we'll take care of business. How are we going to set up for the state tournament? Worrying about all this other stuff. And they gave us a game. And it was two to two. And it was a packed house. And I thought, there's just so many people. But it was so cool because the outfield fence is three houses backyards. And they're all lined up, all right, in the, uh, in the what do you call them, the foldable chairs. Lawn chairs. They're all lined up in the, uh, you know, the collapsible ones. Yep. You can, yep. So they're all lined up alongside the fence. And my left fielder, his name was Tom. He's a great dude. He goes, they're saying stuff about my family. Yeah. You know, it was awesome. Because they're out there drinking beers. It's a Friday night. They're having a good time knowing that their team could make a state right. tournament yep. here. And uh, there was a missed call. Um, the, the base runner might have left a little early. We were in the field. This was the, this was the go ahead run in the bottom of the eighth inning. And I'm it, sure you held it together perfectly. At I that did point. not. I did the exact opposite. <laughs> it's my only ejection ever in my it's long surprising. and tenured history. As you can, surprising. Yeah, it's very surprising. But I, I remember getting ejected because I was mad because and the umpire knew he blew it. But at that point, you can't relent as an umpire. You know you have to stick to your guns, and he knew he blew it because he wasn't paying attention, and that's why I was mad. Right? Not that he missed the call. I was mad that he wasn't looking at the in a, in a crucial game. Well, in any event, so he missed the call. He 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 kicks me out, and he let me go for a while. And I remember my wife, who was pregnant with my oldest son at the time, she's sitting there eating an apple, and she's looking at me, shaking her head like you <laughs> idiot. And I walked out of the dugout, and I remember. I, I put my hand against the br- the back of the of the of the grandstand, and I could feel it shaking because that's how loud the crowd was. Yeah. So I was mad, and I felt that I went, "This is pretty bleeping cool." Yeah. Just to be a part of that. So that's one of Fairfax is one of my favorite ballparks in the state. Yeah, that's that a, was a long yeah, story, but, but that, anyway. Yeah, that, <laughs> I had I had you're remembered. Shocked. <laughs> yeah, long winded surprise. Um, no, like I always like playing at Dundas. Oh, yeah. Dundas is always an incredible park. They always have a cool they always have something going on you know it's like 50s night or right. it's some back to the future night and people are townies are all dressed up it's like all right this you know that's cool or how about this show you missed the game this year that wasn't there this year but but, but when we played there the guy goes hey ravers i said yeah i'm walking in he goes get over here they have their own bleeping brewery yeah i know he yeah. said we have to, you're the you're the beer guy we have to have you try our craft beer i'm like okay make it a baby one make right, it yeah. a baby one. Gotta, <laughs> we gotta play today well you didn't get any hits anyway you right. could add three or four good, good yeah. point anyway so yeah dundas but i mean dundas is right up there um you know i'm kind of partial like we've had some towns like some crowds like that in Faribault at oh, yeah. Belfield, and yep. people are going to see it in a couple years when we host state tournament i mean it's going to be a lot different than what it's been the last couple of years but it's just it's an incredible old, you know, 40s, oh, 50s, yeah. just cement, just just concrete, uh, bleacher, you know. People, it's old school, baby. Yeah, it's old school, but yep. it's fun. You know, you it gets loud there. So if we get a lot of people there, you know, later in August, whatever. Um, any place that you go and play the state tournament, you know, I, I always think it's just so fun because the people that are there. Any, ter- any park can be awesome based on how many people are there and how, you know, what the crowd's like. Cold I think. Spring. Yeah, Cold Spring was awesome. Yep. You said I couldn't say the mini met, but I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah, that was fun. And then just a shout out to the, the Bennies that drafted me. St. Benedict, <laughs> probably the, one of the worst fields. In, oh, and in, you know who will you know claim it? St. Benedict. Yeah, yeah they, <laughs> they will claim it. But that 240 fence has uh-huh. been awfully helpful to me over the years, so I got to show a little show a little love to the Bennies there. Yeah, but, what is it? It's, it's 310 to left, 490 to, cent, no, to no, dead center. No, no, it's not even very deep to center. It's just shallow everywhere. And then 
two two forty. It to looks right like four ten because it's only two hundred to right. That's, That's why it just looks like it's that far, but it's really not. And so, but but just like you said, I mean, just the people and the people that are there. That that's what makes it a cool park. And there's yeah. so many of them all over the place. Go to Town Ball Tavern and Target Field oh. and look at all those pictures. Yeah. I do it every time. Almost, it's like I've seen them. Well, all, it's, a, it's a necessary stop, right? Because you have to. Well, a you got to go get a you got to get another beer, <laughs> but you got to walk around and just see. And that's what that's the interesting part where. You can see, oh wow, look at that park! You know, Alexandria that's on the freaking lake, right? You yep. know, parks like that where it's so cool. Yeah, I know that. There's so many cool parks yeah. just out there. It's so just you awesome. you're not even gonna pick one. Are you gonna chicken out? I mean, you're not gonna pick I'll, one. I'll take Dundas. Okay. I'll take Dundas. Yeah, Dundas is solid. Yeah, I'll take it. Dundas is. I mean, solid. You know, I if was, you're gonna give it to me at the second pick. I was in Fairfax. You know what else is? I was impressed, and it had been a number of years, but Red Wings Park is solid. Red Wings always solid. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, I hadn't really played, nice. at the, I don't think since high school had I, had right. I played at that ballpark. No, it's a it's a beautiful park. Yeah, but they're, but you're right. They're they're all over the place. St. Uh, Patrick's kind of a cool park. Yeah, if people haven't been there. You know, get a Sunday afternoon game. Saturday Sit on the hill. Sit on the hill. Sit on the hill and watch a ball game. Yep. No it's lights, but just you know, there's a lot of them that don't have lights. Yeah, you get those Saturday afternoons. And see, I say they do that by design. By the way, you know why? They get all the weekend. They get all the weekend games. games. Yeah, you I jerks. Know. We know what you're up to. <laughs> no, that's fun. Okay, so you made a bunch of notes here, and I don't want to. I don't want. I mean, I think we touched on most of my notes. I know there was a Cold Spring guy. I mean, anytime you they beat, I'm going to touch on a couple of DRS teams. Cold yeah. Spring guy shut out uh, St. Patrick. And oh, that's right. He was sh- a stud. Yeah, you shut out St. Patrick. I mean, Ryan Hennon, I think his name was, complete game shutout. I mean, and yeah. this is Cold Spring's Class C team, the by Rockies. the way. Yeah, yep, the, Rockies. the Rockies. So, I mean, that's good job. You shut out St. Patrick. It's a good hitting team. Good job. Well, that's know. what I was just going to say, because outside of Newmarket, they have to have the best lineup in our league, in the DRS league. Yeah, I'd Don't you so. think? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, that I was impressed. When I, I remember when I saw that file, I went, no way. Yeah. No, Who that was, was surprising. That was, yeah. and that's, that was like early weekend game. Um, otherwise, I mean, just looking forward to this weekend a lot there's a lot of really good god there's a lot of really good games yeah. coming up i mean hutchinson we didn't even touch on them right. they threw a no hitter in this game last year like oh my god that's right yeah. and so like wait they, is that the same matchup no not the same matchup but or, just no, they this played round Maple this Lake. round yeah this round that's right but the, this round last year they threw a no hitter i mean it's just gonna be a fun Raymond then, Raymond can slug it. Yeah. We saw that a couple of years ago. And you and you look at it too about Matt, Matt Lane shut him down, but I mean, they, yeah, but they had a, they have a very solid yeah, squad. And and you know what? They've been through it before. Right, they've won it. Yeah. So that and that's the other part I wanted to mention about how a lot of these teams that are here. But think of the teams that you know didn't make it. We didn't make it. Right. The Plato Blue Jays didn't make it. You know, you think about a lot of these teams that are perennial state tournament appearance. There's 48 teams that make it, but there's a lot of good teams that don't. Oh, yeah. And so that's what makes it special to make it. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was everybody got in, well, then it wouldn't be such a big deal. But no. there's a lot of good teams. Then we'd be that, high school sports. I mean, look at Delano. Delano lost two games all year long, and then they lost two in the playoffs. You know, and didn't I make didn't the, know that. Oh, I felt bad for those guys. I, I you know, it, it just it stinks. You know, when they're hosting and now they have to do the grounds crew work, like, and they're doing a heck of a job. But I mean, they had a really, really good team this year. They and lost they, two regular season games and they didn't qualify. Right. Yeah. I did. Not and, know I mean, that. that speaks to their league too. I mean, they're not. They have a good league and they're playing some tough teams. But you know, it's it just. It, if you're not hot at, in region time, right. you're not going to make the state you're tournament. Not it's not it. like you can just roll out of bed and just make the state tournament. That's what makes it special. You well, know? case in point, let's give a shout out to our buddies at the Webster Sox. Right. We we had kind of limped our way into the playoffs, and we had to play the first week in a region. Not even yeah. region. It was the it was the DRS playoff, and we're getting our butts kicked in the third inning. I thought, oh my god, we're not going to make it, and yeah. then we we rallied. But you think. That's how razor thin the margin is. The margin is a lot closer than people think. Oh, yeah. To making it, not making it, whatever. One hit, one hit there, one hit here or there, one shot, one strikeout there. Like, mm-hmm. it's 
it's a really close margin. Yeah. So another DRS team, uh, Prior Lake won their first game. That's true. You know, good show. Johnny Houston, yep. good player, broke his leg in Regions. So it's kind of cool to see them make it and make a little run. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, uh, pretty much all. All, all right, so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold your feet to the fire. Yep. Uh, I think we're both gonna probably pick Newmarket to win it all in Class C. I think we we both would lean that way just just based on our familiarity and the fact if that we want to be allowed into the double wide in the future, <laughs> like I think we have to. Otherwise, we will not be allowed. Right. In well, and, and aside from the fact that there's still an active Faribault Laker playing for them, and in, in our guy Matt Lane, two, so two, oh, two, Mike Carpentier, you're Carp right. is I'm there sorry. too. Um, so if we, if you weren't gonna pick them in Class C right now, you've got the bracket in front of you. And you would probably pick Young America, but if you okay, let's go. Who would be your third pick after those two? Oh man, there's a couple. I'm I'm because I'm gonna pi- pick I'm going to pick Raymond. I, I mean think, Raymond's right there. Yep. Um, Jordan is always a solid team. Yeah, I like solid. Jordan, but if I mean I've never seen and I I've never seen him play. Don't know anything about him. Sock Center, you come out and you beat Sartell, and then you uh, you know you won your next game against uh, or you won your first game against Greenout and then beat Sartell sure. like. Okay, you're, you're legit. There's something, you're there's legit something at this going point. on here. You know, yeah. You're legit at this point. But, I mean, I just – that bottom bracket – I mean, they're both good. I mean, I, I I do think Newmarket is just the class of the league. Yes. You know, I just think it's – they're just so deep in their pitching. Like, if you get to their, you know, Sunday night game, their third game of the weekend, you're going to be seeing a guy that would start game one of the state tournament for 99% of teams in yep. the state. You All know, right, so, so I just looked at the bracket, Joe, and did not realize this, but if this is a matchup, not not the first game, but the second game of Labor Day weekend, if Cologne gets by Bemidji and Jordan beats Fergus Falls, if those two teams meet, that would be Sunday the 1st at 1.30 in Maple Lake. I hope to God they have a beer truck trailer <laughs> set up on site because that crowd will be on fire well, right that, now. I mean, that's just Jordan's always been just like, just yep. always solid. They're always a solid team, and they're usually at the state tournament, you know. And so, yeah, I mean, that's just an awesome matchup. Yeah. And I think everybody's riding the Cologne bandwagon, and I'm I'm on it too. Well, you know, how on can that you side. not? You got to be on the Orange bandwagon after Royce's column about the Cologne coach, and I forget the team they're playing. They ran out of pitching. They're in extra and said, "Screw it." We're going to chug a beer to right. see who's going to win the game. <laughs> How can you not cheer for a team like that? Right. That's tall ball to a T. Yeah, and so it's going to be fun to see them, see if they can keep that momentum going yeah. against, uh, I mean, obviously a good Bemidji team. but uh, And then i got to touch on farming. Oh, please, I yes. Mean, I don't know anything about The farming about flames. Them. They're the flames. In fact, before you but, do, really quick, uh, Teresa Ajo, she does promotions at KS95. Her entire family is from the farming area. And she told me if you if the if the Lakers beat or because she doesn't go to any of these games, right. but she said if if farming beats or plays Faribault in the championship game, she would go to the game. That's the one time she would get up. <laughs> yeah, right. go, go. She would drive wherever it was to go. But her whole family's in the farming area. But I mean, farming. I mean, they've they've been really good the last couple of years. Yep. I follow them on Twitter, and so like I just see, great I just see their scores. You know, a lot of. The, but I mean. They've always been really. They're good the last in, couple of years. So it's like it's hard that that Raymond farming matchup. That'll be good. Yeah. In fact, I remember Roycey did a piece on them maybe th- two or three years ago. He drove up there, went to a game, and he sat next to the what must have been the wife of a coach or ball player on the team, and she had this girl that was probably four years old, and she would say, "All right, cheer for dad. Dad's up. Okay, dad." 
All right, Uncle Steve's yeah. up. Cheer for Uncle Steve. All right, Cousin Mike's up. So it was like the whole family was related to this little girl. It was such a... And of course, I can't do it justice because Royce t- spins a yarn better than I do, but it was very, very funny. And that's how the farming that, team is. And honestly, that's what a lot of... You're going to see a oh, lot yeah. of... On these teams, you're going to see some double ups on name. The old Bergstrom clan there in Newmarket. You know, you're just going to oh, see. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's family. That's, that's what it's about. All right. So let's give some love here to Class B. Uh, I'm obviously going to show uh, no bias whatsoever. I'm picking my birds to win it all again, going back to back for Chan Hassan. Uh, but you know what? I think Dundas could get by Meesville in that game the first week. And so the matchup is Chan Hassan's playing Blaine this Friday, 7.30 in Dassel. And then before that, Meesville's playing Dundas. And then the losers will take on Moorhead and Chaska respectfully. Because the thing was, Joe, I think I might have, might have told you this. I went to the Sunday night game, Chan Hassan versus Chaska at, at, the, at the Cubs, which is five minutes from my house we kind of left that park out too i've played there oh, it's incredible it's it's yeah. it's i think the epicenter of town baseball right i i really do but i went to that game and you could not find a seat i mean it was well obviously there's a ton of people that live in that area right but they're both of those fan bases are engaged and it's cool it's it can be be an intense rivalry but they're all guys that have been playing playing against each other in some cases on same, on some of the same, same teams, teams growing up. But that was kind of the um, that was kind of the championship, and it, and it could potentially still happen. But that was the championship matchup that I was desperately hoping for was would be Chan Hassan versus Chaska because right. that would be a great baseball and, game. And you know they're still in it, obviously, but it's just so hard oh. out of that loser oh, bracket yeah. in Class B. You know, it's like yeah, there's a losers bracket, but you got to work your butt off to get back there. And so that's why this next game is so important because yep. if you put yourself in that spot where you're you know you win the next one now now you don't it saves you about two three games yeah. or whatever it is you know it's it's just well, incredible amount of pitching well i remember last year we had lost to plato was that the saturday night game or were we the yep. friday night game? it was saturday, saturday night, night. Yep. and i remember you know you're obviously you're dejected you're hurt your heart it's just you don't you don't want to you don't want to do anything with town baseball for about 24 hours yep and then Chan Essen was coming back through the losers bracket and had to beat Meesville twice right. on Labor Day. And I got up. I rem- oh, I got up that morning and sh- I, I got dressed and I looked at my wife and she said, "You have to go. You have to go." And I said, "I'm going." And I went and I went to Shakopee. And she really had to p- tug on your arm well, there. Probably to go. more so, right. she said, because I want you out of the house. <laughs> you get the because here. you're driving us n- nuts. But I remember I drove down to Shakopee because that's where the Class B championship was. Shout out to them, by the way, because that field is is universally better than it was three, four years ago. They For did sure. a great job. But I remember going back there thinking, they're not going to do it. Nah, they're not gonna do it. And then and then they, I'm like, oh my God, they're going to do it. They're right. going to do it. It was, it was just cool to see it rally from Meesville coming through the winner's bracket. And then, uh oh, okay, we lost the first game. We'll be all right. Uh oh, we're we're losing the second game. Like, what's going on here? Right. It was cool. It was a cool day. And that's why it's tough to go away from those two teams, right? It's yeah. tough to go away from Measville and Chan. You know, obviously, Dundas is going to give them a run for their money. Yeah. You know, they got they have they have a really good. And I don't know much there. about Blaine's team. I would give them. I don't some, either. Yeah, but I, I don't know much about them. I, I mean, nope. I know that they're good. They're usually in the B tournament, but I don't know anything about their team. But obviously, they're not they're here obviously for, by a, mistake. They're a, Awesome team if yeah. they made it this far. You know, well, I'll been... say this. Forest Lake didn't even make the team, and they were in the Town Ball Classic this year, and they didn't make it. They hit bombs. Oh, my God. That's one of the best hitting teams I've ever seen in my life. Right. You know, they. but anyway, but that just goes to show you how good the talent is in Class B. Right. Anyway. No, they, it's going to be an awesome weekend, and, you know, they're, this is going to be good baseball. Every park you go to, oh, no yeah. matter where you go, it's going to be awesome baseball. All right, so where are you hitting up as we close here? Where, what are you hitting up for sure? 
I am going. I got to go watch my main man Matt laying pitch for the the Muskies on five o'clock. Five o'clock on Friday, we'll be there. I'm hoping to make some other games too, and probably Labor Day for sure. You yeah, know? and so we'll uh, I'll get to see Maple Lakes Park on Friday, and then. Uh, Hopefully head back to Delano on yeah, Saturday. That's cool. Or because, on um, Monday. And I, I, I really want to go watch Matt pitch, but I've got state fair related duties with GL. So if I can get done in time, I want to swing out that way because I'm not terribly far away. But I, yeah, I will for sure be. If you haven't seen uh, Matt Lane pitch in the state tournament, get out there. <laughs> get out. Get out there at five o'clock on uh, on Friday because uh, at about six twenty, the game might be. The game get, might be over. Get, might be getting over. So you're gonna want to get there early. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. No problem. Thank you. You bet. Uh, if you missed any portion, check out our podcast, and you can find it online. Just search Beer Show MN on Podcast One, and you can find it right away. For Joe Grody, my name is Chris Reavers. Thanks so much for tuning into this special edition of the Beer Show, town baseball related. We'll talk to you again next time. Your story. It lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another, where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.